Breakfast puppies? This podcast contains adult language and content and is meant for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Glitter Boys! Welcome back, everyone. This week, we're talking about one of the other OCCs that we've spoken of quite fondly over over this this course of podcasting. We're going to talk about the Rogue Scholar. Like the Vagabond that we talked about earlier, the Rogue Scholar is a generalist. The The Rogue Scholar is, is not your frontline warrior. The Rogue Scholar is this interesting mix of, of knowledge and task whereas like the vagabond is kind of just vagabonding about the the rogue scholar has a purpose the rogue scholar has a mission and that's to discover or rediscover and then and then keep while i was reading over this in preparation for the podcast i found my next character <laughs> and uh, it's it's a rogue scholar and i had just finished up rereading foundation by isaac asimov oh yeah and that's that's his that's his goal, and that's what's going to happen next. So, reading the description from the first book, the rogue scholar may not be quite what you expect. Like the scientist, he or she is frequently a rugged, physically fit explorer and keeper of knowledge. Also, like the scientist, the rogue scholar is on the coalition state's top most wanted list of criminal activists. They are considered to be more dangerous than the men of science, because the scholar seeks out knowledge and truth and teaches it to others. That is actually dangerous. And interestingly enough, there's a mechanic well explained for the teaching of people. Yeah. So the rogue scholar, looking back in the day, I remember when I first got into Rifts and was learning about making Palladium characters and then basically spent every day at lunch and after school on the ride home, just making character after character after character in my notebook. I made a lot of rogue scholars. I remember back in the day, the rogue scholar and the rogue scientist were two of my favorites to make because they had so many skill choices. Whereas all of the other classes get anywhere from like six to 10 or so extra mm -hmm. skill choices on the normal. The rogue scholar in the first game, Butts Edition gets 16 other skills and then another eight secondary skills in addition to a decent amount of starting skills. Uh, the scientists get not as many, 14 and 6 respectively, but both of them get a shitload of skills. So if you want to play somebody who knows a lot of things, the scientist, but especially the scholar, is the way to go. I would like to take a quick tangent and say if anyone from Palladium is listening to us, we would be tickled pink if you would start calling it the Butts Edition. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as a side note, I ended up getting the the hardcover gold foil special oh, edition release nice one, yeah. of the 30th edition, or 30th edition, mm -hmm. the 30 year anniversary, anniversary edition that they just came out. And there's got a new cover. Uh, so the original Rifts cover, I think, is Keith Parkinson. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, Keith Parkinson. Whereas the new book has a Kevin Long take on the Keith Parkinson cover. On the gold oh, yeah. leaf edition. And there's it's the same image, but at a different composition. No butts. Just saying. No butts. No butts. Kevin. 
<laughs> Kevin, what are you doing? <laughs> no buts. Yeah. But it's a really good picture. So anyway, back to the Rogue Scholar. What I would use the Rogue Scholar for was a way to field test skill builds. Like, mm-hmm. I got an idea to play a character who's good at this array of things. Nothing quite else fits, so I'm going to pick a Rogue Scholar and shove those skills in there and still have more to play with when I'm done. I was responding when I was reading it. I was responding to the the curation aspects of the of the Rogue Scholar, where they will spend you know, days putting a book back together or tracking down, you know, missing pages. I was also very interested. They, they, they actually put a lot of careful thought in this. And I don't know if that that's Bud's edition, but uh, some of the things like uh, the, the black market, their, their skills are needed. They can volunteer for the black market and get sizable 50% off discounts. Well, that's new and it's yeah. cool, but it's new. Yeah. All of the special OCC bonuses and abilities that are in the Ultimate Edition from Analyze all the way to the OCC bonuses that they get to to their attributes, Uh 100% new to the Ultimate Edition. Interesting. I'd like to talk about comparing the two mechanically. The OG Scholar was a handful of basic core skills, followed by a shitload of skill choices that you as a player got to take on your own. You had a lot of versatility there to build the kind of scholar that you wanted to be. Whereas the Rift's Ultimate Edition Scholar, they get it, they get a pretty big overhaul here. They get those those new abilities, uh, which are analyze, hypothesize, find the exotic, which is connected to that black market thing you were talking about. Yeah. And recognize scientific authenticity uh, and quality. The original scholar doesn't get those, but the original scholar gets more skills. So, okay, a little bit of a comparison. We look at the original Rogue Scholar. OG Rogue Scholar gets eight pre-chosen OCC skills. They consist of literacy, some languages, some basic abilities like math and computer operation, a single piloting skill, and two weapon proficiencies. Really? Yep. The Ultimate Edition, they get 20 pre-chosen skills. Yeah. And two specific percentile skills that are unique to them now the original rogue scholar then gets 16 occ related skills that they get to choose whereas the new one only gets 11 the original gets eight secondary skills of choice whereas the new one only gets three so doing a little bit of math here original rogue scholar 32 skills total 24 or three-fourths of it you get to choose the new one 36 total skills, so two more in the total, but only 14 of those are chosen, or 7 eighteenths, not even half of them you get to choose on your own. So the result is you get a character with more ability. Essentially, you're playing Aaron Tarn. The hmm. Rogue Scholar in the Ultimate Edition is Aaron Tarn. It is how to make a specific type of Rogue Scholar. There's a lot less versatility, unfortunately. You know, I was reading it more as an indie. A little bit, yeah. Aaron Tarn definitely has some of that Indiana thing going on there. But the there's definitely a heavy focus on a specific type of scholastic ability. So in the beginning, in the first, you have more of a blank slate. While in the second, you essentially have Aaron Tarn. 
an even bigger nerf, in my opinion, is the Rogue Scientist. Uh, they go from 20 original skill choices down to a measly 7. The Scholar loses 10 choices. The Scientist loses 13. So they really do this. They just take them and sort of nail them down a little bit more solidly. And some people like that. Eh, I like the openness of the original. You know, I'm curious now. Did they add anything that would filled in the gaps? I know they expanded the Vagabond. The what they added to kind of fill in the gaps with the rogue scholar, they gave them the storyteller ability. They gave them the find books and historical artifacts ability, recognize authenticity, and so on. Oh, I mean OCC. Is is the, was there someone else that they changed to be that generalist? Oh, uh, well, generalist, no. Uh, the vagabond, I think, would be the closest thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The reason I wanted to do the rogue scholar first in this batch that we're doing now is that I think that they are a good example, similar to the dog boy, of uh, characters that are iconic. But unlike the dog boy, the rogue scholar is an example of a character that has changed drastically. Mm -hmm. We're going to see several of those in this little stretch. Now I'm kind of curious because I didn't, I'm not as well versed as you, but I didn't see this as an Aaron Tarn. I saw this as more more of a bookish rabble rouser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it used to be you could build someone kind of in your own vision of what they did, mm-hmm. what they specialized in, what their knowledge was, and, and so on. Now you are a book-collecting museum art curator. It's really narrowing the versatility of the class. Yeah, yeah. I guess the main reason I'm upset is it goes back to what I was saying about Sitting in middle school making all these characters. One of the main reasons I always picked the Rogue Scholar was that shitload of skill choices. Right. Now, it's just, it's nowhere near as much. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, though, I, when, uh, when Chung Nai is inevitably killed in inglorious single combat, uh, <laughs> that's, that's definitely my next choice. Yo, yeah. And I would play the new one. Definitely. But if given the choice, if somebody said, you know, you can play any of the characters, either of their versions, I'd I'd go original or even sneakier. Any of the characters in any book. And you're like, oh, oh, you mean like the original riffs? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If a GM says any character from any book, that is immediate red flags to me because I wonder then what they're up to and if they are actually going to be. good enough to handle a game of that broad spectrum of characters yeah rarely very rarely yeah you know well as a veritech pilot cyanide i feel your pain (laughs) (laughs) excuse me cyber night but very soon very soon i will feel a lot of pain when that robot comes flying around and tearing up the world yeah (laughs) i made my bet i'm gonna lie in it I, I still say it's it's a fascinating character, though. Oh, and 100% uh, I, agree. I, I would say that, you know, I, I don't remember because I didn't play a Rogue Scholar back in, in OG in Butts Rift. And you know what? We have to use it now. If we want them to use it, we have to use it. So it's Butts Rift from here on out. This this one is compelling because you don't... Some people don't always want to be at the forefront, but this seems to me a way to make a variety of meaningful contributions not only to, and this is kind of, you know, meta and hacksing, but uh, not only to the party's goals, but to the party itself. If you sit down with someone, you can teach them a secondary skill. 
that's not nothing to a party, especially one with some time to kill. What is it? It's uh, storyteller and teacher. Rogue scholars are natural-born storytellers and educators with a flair for making dry subjects like history, science, and math sound exciting and fun. A passion that enables them to teach others over a period of time, which is equal to a secondary skill after one uh, 1d6 plus eight weeks of lessons with at least 12 hours a week devoted to teaching and another 10 hours of study for the student. That's, that's free skills. True. Like in, in a purely meta, you could, that that's an amazing buff to give your party. That's a good buff, but here's another cost that you have to pay. Original rogue scholar, their related skill choices. Oh, you mean the butts edition? In the butts edition. Yes. Electrical. Any. Espionage. Any. Mechanical. Any. Medical. Any. Except MD. Military. Any. Pilot. Ooh, there it is. Any. There it is. Yeah, this is automo- automobile or hover only. We look at the new one. Espionage. Forgery and intelligence only. Electrical. Mm-hmm. Basic and computer. Only. Mechanical, basic and automotive, only. Medical, first aid, only. Military, three skills, only. So it's your choices. They really narrow down what you can do with this character. Yeah. Yeah, they did. So if you want to make a character who used to be a military operative, but now focuses their life on collecting knowledge and, and educating people on tactics, can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's a cool class if you want to play Indiana Jones or Aaron Tarn. I would say if you're if your party's missing a diplomat too, this would be an excellent class to take. Like if if you're constantly uh if you're playing a larger scale rifts game and you're constantly coming up against new DBs and you know your your uh GM's home brewed city states, <laughs> you need someone like this. You have to have that. Otherwise you're gonna blunder badly. Yeah, they're good at language, and they I mean their IQ and mental affinity minimum requirement of ten essentially means you're going to have a character who is at least has some ability to talk to people. So yeah, they're going to be a really great face man for a group. You know, just out of curiosity, did the cybernetics change? Because this is starts with none, but may you know may or may not be opposed to having them. So it's 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 open. same. Okay, yeah. I was just curious if they were trying to to buff it in that direction. Yeah, it's the same there. Most okay. a lot of things are actually copy pasted text, but strangely enough, they've revamped the skills entirely. You know, I wonder if they were if they were too powerful. <laughs> Probably in, in, in the in the old like like game breakers. Well, the original and the current one can take boxing, so <laughs> <laughs> that means you're next to godliness. <laughs> I, <laughs> Yeah, I was just thinking, I mean, though, I mean, if, if you can pilot any and any military, you're like, oh, yeah, no, I can fly a Samus. It's cool. Oh, that glitter boy. Yeah, I totally drive that. <laughs> I can see how that would be a problem. Yeah, they, they're heavily restricted on some of those things. But hey, you know, yeah, versatility is why I played them in the first place. Yeah. Well, that's what I got to say about it, though. I'm, I, I feel like. I feel like I'm leaning too heavily into the negative on this. I really love the Rogue Scholar. I love the new mm-hmm. one. I love the old one. I just love the old one more. But yeah, I, I can see that. And I did not spend my time trying to uh, 
uh, to, to min max the rogue scholar uh, <laughs> skill build. I was like, glitter boys are cool, dog boys are cool. <laughs> yeah, I am not really a proponent of min maxing, but I do like skill builds. I like mm-hmm. in Palladium coming up with characters that have an interesting array of skills. And if you really want to do that effectively, you're going to want a character with a lot of choices. And the Rogue Scholar just had the most. It all comes back to skills. Please yeah. see our previous episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, any last thoughts? No, I want to play one. That, that's, that's my final thought. Well, I'm now running the kind of game where I'm encouraging people to play with different characters. So think on it. That That's the thing, too, because my my kind of character that I'm playing is, is a very single-purpose critter. Mm-hmm. And he's not subtle. He's decidedly not subtle. It might be fun to swap out, you know, for someone a bit more balanced every now and then. Yeah. But I, in your honor, I will say, in your favor... You got the Samurai Jack thing down very well. I started rewatching it. Doing a good job. He doesn't there. give ground, man. Yeah. <laughs> no. Doing a good job. All right. <laughs> also, if you've never experienced Samurai Jack and you want it and you you want a really good cartoon, go watch Samurai Jack. It's really Roll good it to yourself. Word of caution. It's slower than a lot of modern cartoons. There's a lot of slow pacing, deliberate. That's not a bad thing. I just call it tension building. Yeah. Establishing shots and building of tension. Thank you for listening to our Samurai Jack episode. (laughs) (laughs) We should have done that back in Have Movies Will Game. (laughs) Why do they never make a movie? Anyway, uh, this one's running long. That was the Rogue Scholar. Slightly less badass than it was, but still pretty badass OCC. So um, play one. All right. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Bye. You've been listening to The Glitter Boys, a Palladium Books fan podcast. Glitter Boys, Rifts, the Megaverse, and all other such topics are the property of Kevin Sambita and Palladium Books. Please buy all their stuff and help keep them in print and making more games. You can order directly at palladiumbooks.com, and their entire catalog is available digitally at DriveThruRPG as well. Our opening music is 8-Bit Bass and Lead by FurbyGuy from freesound.org. This closing music is Caravana by Philip Gross, available at freemusicarchive.org. All sound effects used are self-made or acquired via Creative Commons Zero License. If you like what you have heard, find us on Twitter and Facebook as The Glitter Boys. That's B-O-I-S. And check us out online at breakfastpuppies.com slash glitterboys. And also join us on the Breakfast Puppies Network Discord at breakfastpuppies.com slash discord. And if you want to help us out, please spread the word and help us build a community. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time.